Good morning again. I'm Sherwin. I'm with Gospel Music Buzz, and we, today we're going to be speaking about Wrath, the Seven Deadly Sins. That's going to be premiering on Lifetime. And we're super excited to be speaking with Michelle today. Michelle, how are you doing this morning? I'm wonderful. I know you're going to be running around doing a whole lot of press for this, so we appreciate you kind of adding us to the schedule. But before we even jump into the film, I know, you know, I saw caught a part of your uh, Instagram live recently and you were talking about being honored in your hometown. So tell us about that. How was that? It was awesome. I was inducted into the Rockford Public School District's Fine Arts Hall of Fame. So I thought that was really, really cool. It's so humbling to be uh, to, from my hometown to honor me. Awesome. And it's always said, even in biblical form, right, that a prophet is without honor in their own country or hometown. So clearly, you know, they're honoring you in your hometown. So I'm sure that meant a lot to you. So in terms of the film, I mean, this is super exciting, you know, after all of us kind of taking a break within the last few years, just jumping back into it, wrath. So your character that you played in this film here, Chastity, in what way did you automatically connect with her? And in other ways you felt like, ah, this is not really me. I might have to work a little harder at this here. Um, I think for me, it was um, the showing emotion. Um, I like to laugh and I can show anger, but I don't like the sadness, the being vulnerable. That's what it was. I'll just say that being vulnerable. So, um, the director definitely had to work with me on being vulnerable. On understood. I think that probably comes hard for a lot of us, just kind of being <laughs> being in that vulnerable space. And Chastity definitely wasn't about sitting around waiting on anyone to come and just rescue her. So she was she was ready to jump into it. And All right. what, <laughs> and what about from just from the directing side and everything? What was it like working with uh, with Bishop Jakes? Um, he, I mean, Bishop Jakes producing this movie, of course, along with Sean Robinson and Derek Williams, you know, um, with Bishop producing, uh, it was, um, I was like, Bishop, you, did you know this was in the script? <laughs> but I, I do know for this character in the movie period, um, first of all, you know, scripture says the wages of sin is death. So even, but at the same time, there are consequences to sin, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that um, Chastity suffered consequences of sin. She, and then the person that plays her love, her love interest, mm -hmm. he had consequences to his sin. Yeah. So you, y'all, so it's just not me doing a love scene with someone. It's just not just for the heck of it. Mm -hmm. So y'all, I think, I hope people get to really see, oh man, you know, when you don't trust your instinct or follow the voice of God, loss will occur of somehow. Yeah. Death, losing your, losing um, love, losing um, your profession. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. And those of us that God has kind of handpicked, it's like, we can't do what everybody else is doing. And you'll even see um, Miss Tina knows Lawson. She she plays my mother in the movie and she mm -hmm. kind of has to reel me back in. So I don't want to give too much away, but I just want I just want people, when they see this movie, they're going to be like, ooh, this is a little racy. 
mm-hmm. but um, part of my life has been racy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think uh, there are parts of us we ain't been uh, singing hymns all day. Yes, you know this is I true. Mean? So uh, parts of me resonated um, with Cassidy as well. You, know, you do dumb things when you want love. And, and I think that's that's so true what you said, right? And that's for me, you know, in being able to preview it prior to this interview is just kind of seeing that that authenticity and just seeing that again, you know, it's not always just one way, right? And depending on decisions that you make during the course, it kind of alters, but then you still have that opportunity to course correct. So I felt like this film definitely touched on a whole lot of that. And then you mentioned in terms of Miss... Uh, Miss Tina, you know, knows Lawson is that you guys still, you know, prior to that, you guys had that relationship of mother and daughter, you know, in, you know, years past. So what was that like kind of being back in that role again, in that mother daughter relationship? Did it bring her back any other memories from before that you'd like to share? I mean, it was, it's easy. It was so easy working with her. I've known her 22 years, so it's mm-hmm. easy, you know. Um, it was nerves because the cameras are rolling as far as acting, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, the director definitely let us just be as natural as possible. And um, so I'm excited for Miss Tina, you know, um, she has played the background for many, many years as far as yes. being a wife and mother and just kind of grooming us and protecting Destiny's child. Um, but now we get to see her shining have heard of these celebrated. And, and she's super, super talented. So I was I was even excited when I saw those scenes as well with you guys yeah. connecting. It was just like, oh yeah. man, this is just so wholesome right here. And, and then from a, you know, kind of, I guess, kind of walk, walking through it, you know, uh, Peter Bryan playing the role of your dad, you know, just being that sage voice of wisdom, you know, checking out, screening out your boyfriend, like, ah, I don't know this, I don't know that. Like, what was that like for you, even in your own personal life, kind of bringing someone up like that? What do you think of this person here? You know, it's like, ah, I don't know, maybe someone else. Like, what was that like? It's awesome. I think fathers should be protective of their daughters, you know? Um, and sometimes, mothers and fathers they can see things before we do yes you know um and it's to balance wanting what's best for your child with also kind of letting them walk on their own two feet and make their own decisions but sometimes i'm not a parent but i can assume that as a parent when you see your child about to make a wrong decision Mm -hmm. you want to help you want to help them see it before they make the wrong decision so um peter bryant is a heck of an actor he's awesome Mm -hmm. yeah i I think and and that was and that was great too because again it kind of it touches on all facets right it's one of those film that you can really pull apart and learn so much from and then even your on scene set with uh you know with romeo who played your you know your uh friend uh roger just a lot of the the fighting scenes i think a lot of people are going to want to know during those karate sparring scenes do you currently actively practice karate did you learn it for the film because you look like you were getting ready to hurt someone so what's the scoop on that no i don't practice karate but we had amazing stunt coordinators and um actual martial arts teachers and martial arts people there um 
help us. Oh, got it. All right, you know, I want to come down to the end here, but before we even get to that, I wanted to just ask, you know, and there, there was a lot that was touched on there in the film, even in terms of abuse and within relationships and so forth. And a lot of times in the faith base, in the Christian community, you know, a lot of individuals deal with abuse, suffer abuse, but they're afraid to speak up about it, right? It has to do with shame, with not wanting to feel as though, you know, they're in a broken relationship when everyone else is seemingly, you know, thriving. What would you say to someone in a relationship that chastity was in and dealing with it, but not wanting to speak up? What would you say to that person? Wow. Um, I think people don't speak up for a number of reasons. You don't want to make the other person look bad because you still want to make the relationship work or maybe they've threatened you and told you, if you tell, I'm going to kill you. And you know, there are so many um, layers to why a person can keep something a secret. But to me, the blueprint of love is found in first Corinthians chapter 13. Mm. And I hope that that would give someone, if they're trying to figure out what love is and what love isn't, look at the blueprint for love. And if your relationship is lacking, you know, the majority of what love is, because I'm not saying that uh, you can go to counseling and work things out because mm -hmm interesting when a person realizes the why of how of why they respond now i'm not talking about well, I'll, I'll get to that later when a person can go to therapy and realize why they respond okay you lacked affection or attention or affirmation as a child so now as an adult in this relationship you don't know how to respond correctly okay that's one thing mm -hmm. but now you have two people someone who's stalking you who was um uh physically abusing you there's even a why to that, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'd say, baby, I'm all for you figuring out your why, but you can't do that over here. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm sorry that that happened in your childhood, but because to un, for me to even unlearn behavior that's not seen so bad. Yes. That person that that has learned to physically abuse someone, it's gonna take them a while to unlearn that toxic abusive behavior. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think a man or a woman um, should have to sit and wait for you to unlearn that behavior. Because you might not hit me. Okay, so you hit me today, but you might not hit me tomorrow, but still something is next. And I believe God can uh, help you overcome mm -hmm. situations. I believe in grace, but like I said, far away from me. <laughs> so hopefully if someone, I, 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 it's hard and it's tough. It um, is, yeah. I thankfully I've never been in a, in a, a verbal or physically abusive relationship. But I have had to look at that blueprint of love a few times in mm -hmm. First Corinthians to be like, yeah, I don't think it's love. Wow. Yeah, I, I think you touched you touched on it from all from all side of the spectrum. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, no, you did. You definitely touched on it from all side of the spectrum, and I felt like as you know, and again, this wouldn't be released until after 
the movie has been released and everyone have gotten a chance to just watch it and just digest it and then kind of go back to hearing some of the things that you're saying right now but i feel like that's key that's truly that's truly important and then lastly before we kind of wrap is that you know i think forgiveness throughout all of that there was a critical scene that touched on forgiveness and how important was that when dealing with forgiveness and is forgiveness more for you or for the other person we have heard that forgiveness is for you but i also believe that that other person is in a true state of repentance towards you because of something that they did to you and you have to so say if I'm on the receiving end and I'm needing forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And if someone decides to forgive me, I think it's it works good. It works for the other person too in need of forgiveness. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I, I pray to God, I've asked God to forgive me, but if I did something to somebody and they forgive me, well, it works for me too because I'm in a true state of repentance and I'm so sorry I don't want to hurt anybody. But then you have a person who has to forgive someone who either doesn't know they hurt you or they don't care that they hurt you. Mm -hmm. That is when forgiveness has to work for you because it helps you to move on and yes. say, God bless them, God will deal with them. But I am charged to forgive. That don't mean that we're going to hang out again. I think that's what people think forgiveness uh -huh. is. Forgiveness is releasing that person of, of your right to avenge. It does not excuse their behavior or action towards you. It just releases you. Because I'd be like, Lord, your, the words of vengeance is mine. Do that mean mine or mine? Or Oh, I'd be like, wait a minute, Lord. I, you don't need no help in the vengeance department. <laughs> so um, that's when you forgive and say, it's, God's going to take care of it. He does not need my help. Wow. Michelle, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, definitely. Guys, today we spoke with Michelle Williams from the upcoming film Wrath, Seven Deadly Sins, premiering. April 16th, April 16th, 8 p.m. on Lifetime. Guys, you need to check this out. Go back when you're watching this. If there's something you felt you might have missed, then watch it again and again. But it's definitely something, Shell, we, you know, we're really excited to be able to see you in your element, just acting, just doing what you love to do, seeing you in this space. Thank you so much for spending time and speaking with us today. Of course. Thank you for having me.